Welcome to Conversations That Matter. My name is John Harris, and I got wind of a story that I just thought this should be told more. And uh, so I, I'm going to have the person who knows the most about it tell it to you. And his name is Matthew Nallen. Matthew Nallen is the director of the Conservative Christians of Tennessee. Thank you for joining me, Matthew. Well, thank you, John. I've been watching your channel for quite some time, and you do a great job. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much. So the reason I'm talking to you is because the ERLC, the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission for the Southern Baptist Convention, has, from what I've heard, recently, uh, I guess, either they've opposed or they're not supporting this heartbeat bill. And that's what no, I know. It, it, I'm going to let I, you yeah, yeah. correct anything that I get yeah, wrong yeah, in there I, and explain what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I would. I'm, well, I'm glad I'm here because I don't want to say that they've opposed this bill. Okay. Um, I don't want to say, uh, I'll, I'll speak their lingo. Um, they pulled a page out of Martin Luther King Jr.'s letters from a Birmingham jail, and they're just silent. They're apathetic on this. They didn't show up. This, this, uh, um, this is a Tennessee issue, and the ERLC is based in Tennessee. And this isn't just a local issue. This is an issue of national importance, which I think we can get into in a minute. So by not doing anything, um, they've actually, their inaction has almost forced some other Baptist institutions to step in and, and fill this niche that, that really is in their wheelhouse. It's in the ERLAC wheelhouse, in, in my opinion. Okay, so it, another, other organizations are kind of filling the gap that they should, or we would yeah, yeah. that they would be doing. So explain, let's just start at the beginning here. Um, mm -hmm. Explain what the heartbeat bill is. Okay, so the heartbeat bill essentially started at saying uh, the, uh, the idea was we can now detect a heartbeat with ultrasound technology that's, that's really very common in, in most prenatal care institutions. So let's therefore, um, they, they brought in some doctors to testify. Uh, Dr. Brent Bowles uh, helped craft this legislation. He's a teaching doctor. He is an OBGYN. He delivers babies and he teaches new doctors how to deliver babies. He's a medical expert in Tennessee. Uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Bowles worked with Mark Fowler, Family Action Council of Tennessee. I'm sorry, David Fowler, Family Action Council of Tennessee. And he worked with Senator Mark Pody, who's out of Lebanon, Tennessee, one of the 33 senators in, in Tennessee. And they crafted a bill that said, uh, when you have detected heartbeat, um, and they, were, they argued that from the Ninth Amendment, which reserves rights to people, it's based on common law. Uh, they argued that there was a common law protection of babies. And that common law protection, John, is something that we see everywhere. A lot of people don't realize it, but a baby uh, can be deeded property in a will. If a baby is killed in a car accident uh, and there is a murder, uh, you know, a vehicular homicide charge that comes along, a baby um, will be tacked on as another person that was killed. Only really in the area of abortion um, do we see. A separation, but no one has made this argument before. Everybody's argued from the Fourteenth Amendment that um, you know that 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 clarified the rights of people and the status of people, but nobody has argued from this Ninth Amendment angle uh, that that common law applies here. That these common law carryovers of property, etc., apply to this infant. So that's what this bill sought to do. Well, as they got further and further into this, and they studied it more and more, it became apparent that 
it was very arbitrary to say that a heartbeat is the point at which a life starts. Because this bill isn't about protecting a baby. This bill is about establishing personhood, legal personhood for all preborn people to say that they are a person. And, and it's really all this debate has ever been about between the pro-life and, and the, and the pro-death side. So the logical conclusion of this has morphed into as soon as the mother is aware she's pregnant under this bill, the baby's life would be protected. Okay. So you're director of conservative Christians of Tennessee. You're, yes. you're a Christian, you're conservative, obviously, and you mm-hmm. have been a, an activist supporting the argument you just put forward and this mm-hmm. proposition, this bill. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you said that there were some, like, what are some other sponsors uh, or, or organizations that have come in to um, support this? Uh, the Tennessee Pastors Network has come in to support this. Uh, really surprisingly, um, this bill is unique enough and this bill is strong enough that we've had direct support from a lot of the crisis pregnancy centers in Tennessee. Uh, there was a letter delivered to the lieutenant governor and to the governor with 16 pregnancy crisis center signatures on it. These organizations have had to change their bylaws to allow them to speak out on this in some cases because they were not political. Right. Interesting. Okay. So the ERLC then, since they're in Tennessee and this, you would think this is kind of like the primary thing that they would do, like within the job mm-hmm. description that you'd, you'd think they would have, but, yeah. but this is not something that they've been, I guess, vocal about. They, they, mm-hmm. so, so, so run through this story then. Um, like, are they unaware? I mean, I find that hard to believe. Have you tried to contact them? Has anyone else yeah. notified so them? I, and then why I, uh, are they absent? Yeah. So to be honest with you, uh, through the Conservative Christians of Tennessee page, we started, uh, we, we noticed this absence. So, um, so I had reached out to a few of these people on Twitter, uh, specifically now Daniel Darling is one of like the jolliest people that you'll ever run into on Twitter. Like, I honestly just feel like he's a jolly guy that I want to like talk about books with and eat like, like I want to go to his house after church and like my wife to supply a massive vat of milk and cookies and us to talk about books. Um, he wrote the human dignity revolution. Um, I believe that was the title of the book he wrote, wasn't it? What, what, it what's it, what's his position then at ERLC? Just so people, he's know. the, he's the uh, vice president of communications. Okay. So it makes sense to me that he would be a person at that organization that I would communicate with. Communicate with cause he's up community. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like I got nothing just with a, with a few, you know, like a, like a tweet in, in May, nothing about this, you know, where are you? Um, so I started tagging him and I started tagging Russell Moore on our page, conservative Christians of Tennessee back in April and May on this issue. Um, you know, and the tag would show there, you'd get the black, you know, the black text, you'd be able to click to it and go to their page. Um, and then like the tags would disappear. Okay. So they run, you know, like whoever's running their Twitter accounts or, or them, they were, Oh yeah. Well, in this case, Facebook, yeah. Whoever's running their Facebook Facebook, account was, was, was untagging them. Um, it's, uh, it's unfortunate. So, um, there was one instance where I made a joke on Twitter and I mean, I, I can look this up and find it. I don't remember what it is off the top of my head, but I made a joke and and it got some ha ha's and Daniel Darling replied to it. So he had ignored my tweets on on this issue, you know, of where is the ERLC, but he, but he replied to this. But but more importantly, you know, we were doing this in front of uh, tagging these people on conservative Christians of Tennessee, 
people were seeing these posts, people were liking these posts, they were replying to these posts, they were getting views, and they just didn't reply to them. So they're aware of this issue. But more importantly, John, if we never contacted them, this is all over the news. That's Nashville. what I was going to ask. For those outside yeah. of Tennessee, like, is this something that it's possible for them to be ignorant about? So it sounds like no. Yeah, yeah. You have a common law, Ninth and Fourteenth Amendment issue. You know, so so the the Ninth Amendment and common law are related. The Fourteenth Amendment is related. And the ERLC, you know, man, uh, I'm in Memphis, so with all the MLK fifty stuff, you know, there was a lot of uh, uh, of of discussion of you know the ending of slavery, you know, leading leading up to all this stuff. So they're they're they know. These are, this is a human dignity issue, and it's turned into a, a ERLC Baptist inaction issue. Right. Okay. So here's, you know, fr- from my standpoint as someone who's just not in Tennessee, but watching this and hearing what you're mm-hmm. saying, because mm-hmm. uh, I, I remember, you know, we, we've communicated a little bit here and there, and you mentioning this like months ago that like, where's the mm-hmm. ERLC? They, they know about this and aren't doing anything, mm-hmm. and now finally... Mm-hmm. Um, it's just obvious that I guess they're not going to get involved. And, and, and well, and they, yeah, they yeah. did some stuff. They did reply to the pressure uh, that folks were putting on them in some ways. Uh, the ERLC made like a like an abortion update video, um, and uh, but that was just like really vague and, and not was specific. That? It was, in that the spring was, or summer? That was in the summer. That was Early in the summer. summer. It, yeah, I mean it was produced, so it's not the kind of thing that just appears overnight. Okay. Um, and uh, and it wasn't like a complicated offsite you know, production thing, but it was produced in a studio, you know, it was professionally edited and, and so forth. Um, but, you know, like about the time that Russell Moore should have been testifying or, or somebody from the organization should have been coming alongside Senator Pody and offering support in April, um, you know, that was very shortly when Russell, after that, that Russell Moore launched his, uh, his personal YouTube channel. And we started getting all these videos that, robots and aliens um, and yeah well there was a video on like what happens to our faith if if uh if aliens from outer space show up and the last day of testimony on the summer study which we just got out of two days of studying this video i sat through two days of of listening to to testimony um on this issue and instead of being there um russell moore's channel launched <laughs> a, a video uh, or an article something in the effect of uh of what happens if your child wants to baptize their robot friend and it cited a book that had been written 15 years ago. So, I mean, yeah, we're moving towards areas of AI, you know, there's machine learning going on at Google and Facebook. I get that, you know, that, that we're seeing, you know, even more automation It it places everything from McDonald's to whatnot, but there's, there's intelligent learning processes going on around us. I get the implications of what's going on in Hong Kong with government using, these sophisticated monitoring systems that, that learn people's patterns and behaviors. I get the social credit stuff. I get the importance of that, but we're dealing with an immediate issue. We're dealing with, with literally a, a slaughter that occurs day after yeah. day after day. So let me ask you this. I mean, I know the answer, I think, but you're frustrated. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm frustrated. And a lot of Baptists are frustrated too. Uh, there was the Tennessee uh, the Tennessee Baptist Convention and the Tennessee Baptist Missions Board um, sent out, uh, they, they produced a video and they sent it to, to also their Baptist churches in Tennessee. And I heard a lot about it from, from people. A lot of churches showed it. And the uh, pastor, Randy Davis, of the, uh, who was sent, you know, spoke, he testified on behalf of the Tennessee Baptist Missions Board. He testified eloquently. Um, and he, uh, you know, one of the, 
one of the uh, Democrat senators asked some tough questions of him that, that really set her up to look poorly. And he couldn't, you know, he, he, I guess what I'm saying is you had a pastor in a political wheelhouse who, who nicely handled himself and delivered 16,000 signatures. Um, and, uh, and, and even took heat for being from a group that didn't have female pastors. And he then informed a Senator, you know, Hey, well, 65% of these signatures, 16,000 signatures, that we've vetted in this binder are from women, you know, just, just shut her up and embarrass her. Um, why, why did he have to do that when the Southern Baptists have a lobbying group, essentially? I mean, why did he have to do that when, why will, why will the ERLC not defend the life of preborn children at something in their backyard when they'll go up to New Jersey and defend the right of Muslims to build a mosque? And by the way, They've, uh, they're bringing David Platt and the International Mission Board uh, on, on with them to sign that. I mean, that was a, was a local issue, uh, but yeah. they filed amicus briefs and they worked along with it. They spent a lot of legal resources on that, but they've done silch for this. And, it, and it's not just a local issue. It's a local issue with national implications, it sounds like. This uh, uh, Jim Bopp, Jim Bopp, who is the lead attorney for the National Right to Life, he has helped craft the Republican platform, I think he said five times uh, for, uh, you know, for presidential elections uh, years. Uh, he made the statement that this was, was not, he had never thought of this legal argument before is what his testimony boiled down to. So since he had not thought of it, he, he, he was kind of going back and forth between, oh, I don't think this will work. And man, we need to try this, you know, and, and, and li listing examples to it. Um, this is, this has never been thought of. This has never been used. This is totally unique. Okay. This is yeah. the, this is the stone in the sling that could go to the Supreme court. And I'm, I mean, this, just to be fair, it was entered into the record by the author of the bill that the purpose of this bill is to get challenged in court and to make it to the Supreme court and overturn Roe versus Wade. Okay. Matthew, th this is big stuff. Like this is, mm -hmm. this is, it sounds like a, an awesome opportunity and it seems like the most obvious primarily important thing that an organization like the RLC should be involved with. Mm -hmm. I want to give the benefit of the doubt as much as possible. I don't know how possible it is. It's really hard, but like for those who are Southern Baptists who are watching, mm -hmm. give money to, you know, mm -hmm. they, some of their money goes to the RLC. Mm -hmm. What, what can we at least say? Is there any out for the RLC here? Is there any, like, what are they thinking? Do you have any indication of what's going through their heads and why they're not mm -hmm. stepping up yeah. to the plate? Well, I don't, I don't really know. Uh, I mean, well, okay, let me, let me, let me rephrase that. Um, I've seen some things that, that lead me to have a strong opinion on, on why they're acting the way they do, but they need to understand that this is a national issue that if this makes it to the Supreme court, that, that this is at a bare minimum going to give States the right to, um, this, this will restore the, the pre 1973 status quo. They need to talk to their pastors. They need to have their pastors watch this. And their pastors need to be calling their statewide convention. They need to be calling the Baptist, the Tennessee Baptist Missions Board to thank them for this involvement. And they need to be calling uh, everybody they can in a position of leadership in the Southern Baptist Convention, whether or not they're in Tennessee or not, not to destroy the ERLC, but to call them to action on this. They have a lot of resources. 
they need to be offering them to Senator Mark Pody. I'm not speaking on behalf of the senator. I've not talked to him about this, but they have a lot of resources and they could help him. Yeah. So these resources are given to them by Southern Baptists who give in their local congregations. And I, I want to ask you, are you a Southern Baptist, Matthew? I am not a Southern Baptist, but I tell you what, when that video broadcast, I got people were sending me like I, I got all these clips that started. At different You're talking stages. about the, the video about abortion that they put out that they the video that the Tennessee Baptist Missions Board put out saying sign our petition. Oh, I started okay, getting. Yeah, I started getting video. I mean, people were people were like, yeah, somebody's doing this. And I, I just got, I have all these staggered videos starting at different places, you know, because like, you know, because because Bubba Joe's a little faster getting his cell phone going than his grandpa Billy Bob. But yeah, yeah. yeah we are in Tennessee. So, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. So, um, you know, I mean, I'm frustrated. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to be honest, man, if 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 these guys didn't get my communications and they're sitting here, they're watching this and they're thinking, this guy is way off base. I don't even know who he is. Um, well, I mean, I've, I've, I've talked with some of them on other issues, you know, so they, they might've forgotten who I am, but they, they knew who I was at one point, but if they genuinely didn't know this was going on, then, Hey, like, which is impossible, which is impossible. <laughs> yeah. I apologize if you didn't know what was going on. And if you're watching this video and you're really mad at me right now, please accept my forgiveness. If you did know what was going on, then you need to ask Southern Baptists for forgiveness and you need to ask the Lord for forgiveness because this is your wheelhouse. Um, this, this issue has huge ethical implications. So whatever, like we don't have to like be best friends, but hop on board with this and please help us save babies. Yeah. And the Tennessee Baptist Missions Board, man, I, like, I, I cannot tell you how impressed I was because at one point, one of the senators hopped in, uh, Senator Katrina Robinson of Tennessee, and she said uh, she was trying to do a setup of the Christians don't care about babies after they're born type thing. And Pastor Randy Davis, like, well, hold on, you know, the Tennessee Baptist Missions Board is involved in foster care, and we have, you know, hundreds of children that we care for. And she's like, well, what's going to happen if this, you know, with all these news? And he basically said, you know, will rise to the challenge. And he was speaking for Southern Baptists, and I know that he was speaking accurately. Southern Baptists will rise to the challenge of caring for these children if they're born. But but beyond that, John, like there was like there was a pregnancy crisis group there that was one of the signatories of that letter I told you about. They're an adoption agency. They're a full service adoption agency as well as a pregnancy crisis center. They provide counseling to women all the way through this process. Um, like ERLC, help us create a crisis with not having, uh, help us create a foster crisis that's even greater than, than the, Baptists will rise up. Hmm. You, you know, Matthew, you're very nice uh, because <laughs> I just, just Googled um, Tennessee heartbeat bill and yeah, it's all over the place. National publications included. There's no way, there's no way you'd have to have your head in the sand not to know that this is going on, especially if you mm -hmm. live in the uh, state of Tennessee. Um, I've been, I've been told if you, uh, and you're politically minded. Yeah. Um, I mean, the ERLC was, was really heavily involved in a bill against animal fighting and like all of them, they lobbied that through and all of them, a lot of them came to the signing of that bill. Wait, this was in Tennessee. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. to, to, be, to be honest with you, this might have even been in. Yeah, this was in Tennessee. So this is like a local issue that they're getting involved with. To Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, they got, they got involved in like a zoning issue in New Jersey with that right. mosque. With the mosque. So yeah. that, that's, that's pretty local. And they took that to the Supreme Court and signed an amicus. You know, we're, we're like spent a lot of money on it and everything. So that's not very yeah. national. <laughs> I mean, it is national because it went to the Supreme uh, Court, but it's right, literally right. A, it's literally a zoning issue. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Just equal, you know, weights and measures, just measuring, you know, mm-hmm. this and how important what you're talking about uh, is against some of these things that they've gotten involved with, which we yeah, yeah. scratch our head. You know, is that really, you know, Amola uses a well, term sometimes, theological triage. And I just have to wonder, you know, where are they at? Like, is this a triage problem? But I don't want to speculate on them too yeah, much. But. You know, under, under Richard Lamb, you had an ERLC that, 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 and this is not my quote, but I won't say whose quote it is because this guy uh, wouldn't appreciate me bringing him into it. But under the ERLC under Richard Lamb was, was really positioning itself as, as preacher to legislators, you know, and, 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 and blesser of Baptists and under Russell Moore, Russell Moore really views himself as like a prophet to these wicked Baptists. It's, it was, that's what it seems like. Um, but like we have these, these children that, that are in this womb and a lot of the times, you know, their fathers are pressuring their mothers to abort them. Yeah, and and, and we're, we you know one of the prayer points we we did a twelve point prayer guide for this. One of the things that we prayed was that God would turn the hearts of these children's uh, fathers towards them. You know, uh, as as it says in the Book of Malachi, um, and you would think, you know, to me this is a this is an issue of just simple right and wrong. But I don't understand how social justice warriors don't see this as a huge issue. That's the that's the crux of this whole thing, and you just nailed it. Um... And, and and I think the other thing you said too about the prophetic voice, it, it does seem like instead of being a prophetic voice to the culture and to the sins of the world and, you know, pushing the antithesis saying this is wrong, it's diametrically opposed to the law of God, we're going to fight it. There, <laughs> some of the efforts that they've gotten involved with are almost mm-hmm. like trying to virtue signal to the world that like, hey, we're going to be the prophetic voice instead of the church. We're going to get whip them into shape. So yeah. some of the issues that they're kind of backwards on, uh, they won't be. And, and of course, they're secondary issues, if, if issues that shouldn't be focused on at all. Um, yeah. th- th- this is just the primary thing. If, you're, if you really are concerned about biblical justice, I mean, a modern Holocaust, which is what most Southern Baptists think would agree with me, that that's kind of the parallel here. We're killing people. Yeah, that's kind of like you know. No, the, we're and we're, kill, we're killing people. See, here here's the thing that just amazes me. I mean, this is spoken to in Scripture, a child sacrifice to uh, to Moloch. You know, in in Old Testament, it was, you know, sacrifice your child to Moloch, and we'll grant and the gods will you know Moloch will grant you prosperity. Your crops will will grow well. You, we will protect you from war. We'll protect you from violence. And now it's uh, you know, uh, young lady you're about to go into college. This is going to affect your prosperity. You know, abort your baby and the God of reality and fate will, will grant you more prosperity than, than what you have access to right now. And it, exactly. this is, this is an issue that seems in some ways so new, but it is, it has plagued God's people for so long because, you know, there's no, I mean, I'm sure there are possibly some people that, that would just be wicked enough to kill a child for fun. But 
really this is a this is in a lot of ways a calculated decision to sin to gain right yeah i this is what i would want to say uh being someone who was a southern baptist at one point but um i yeah <laughs> i i would want to give my money to an organization that is not just a f- officially pro-life because i don't know the urlc is officially pro-life they have to be uh, that's, you know, who the people that are giving them money, that's their support base of pro-lifers. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be part of an organization that just has the position. I want to be part of an organization that is doing their utmost best, taking the hard stands to fight this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, John, they, they, they've got to, I mean, we, I had one attorney say there is so much pro-life. Okay. So J.D. Greer made a claim that Southern Baptists were responsible for Alabama passing its pro-life bill. Uh, <laughs> right. The, the, they did. And like Kay Ivey is a Southern Baptist. She signed it. Right. Uh, and there are a lot of Southern Baptists, but like I'm, I've been unable to find any examples of lobbying coming from, from any Southern Baptist institutes. If I'm wrong, it would actually make me feel good to know that I was wrong. So somebody please tell me. Yeah. Comment, comment underneath if, if that was true, mm-hmm. uh, that what JD Greer said, but I, I had a well-known constitutional scholar say there's so much of this activity going on. Ohio, Kentucky, Arkansas, Missouri, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia. The first of all, oh, and here's here's the other thing. I didn't even think to tell you this. Okay, first of all, and now Tennessee and Florida, that similar to the anti-obscenity laws that the Supreme Court heard in the 60s, I mean, they swooped up and heard like just dozens of cases at once and made this mass ruling on them. There are enough abortion cases going on uh, that, that we could see something like that. But John, here, here's a big reason the ERLC should care about this. Tennessee is seeing an increase in abortions right now. And the reason wow. that it's seeing an increase in abortions right now is because of perception. Any counselor uh, who does sidewalk counseling, I, I've had a couple tell me this, will tell you that women have abortions. Many of them think that since it's legal, that it's okay. Okay, so you've had Kentucky, you've had Missouri, all these states that I named surrounding Tennessee, every state but Virginia, which has gone the opposite way, and the Carolinas that surrounds Tennessee has passed harsher abortion legislation. To give you an idea of what we're facing, uh, even though these laws have been enjoined and none of them have gone into effect, Planned Parenthood in Huntsville, Alabama, which is you know about like 20 minute drive from, from Tennessee, they had to start running an advertising campaign that essentially said, hey, we're still open because of wow. perception. So uh, Choices of Memphis, which is an abortion clinic in Memphis. And if you want to see the, the citations for these, you can go to tnchristian.com forward slash stop dash abortion dash surge. Um, CBS News, uh, Choices in Memphis reported to them an 8% increase in patients and abortions this year. Um, the clinic in Nashville shut down for a while from, for performing abortions, the Planned Parenthood clinic there, but they said they anticipated an increase in abortions. Um, the Planned Parenthood Clinic in Knoxville said that they've seen an 18.8% increase in patients and abortions this year. It's and that was, that was reported in Knox News. So not only is the ERLCs um, and everybody else who's done nothing on this, like, like I don't feel respond. I've done my best. I have a clean conscience on this. I really do. I, I have, I have sacrificed, um, I have I have made personal sacrifices for this that 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 don't 
earn me anything, but, but just to say that, you know, like I've worked hard, I could sleep at night on this personally. Um, if everybody would just do a little bit, we could get this accomplished. We could stop the abortion surge in Tennessee. We could, uh, we could get an even better team of lawyers to assist David Fowler, Family Action Council in Tennessee in nailing this legislation. And, and I think we could see Roe versus Wade overturned because, again, this is a completely new argument. Matthew Nallen, um, thank you for joining me. I want to make uh, a final point and then um, ask people where they can find you. This is my point, though. If you're a Southern Baptist and you are concerned about what you just heard, I would encourage you to send this video to your pastor or your elders at your church and consider, if you are an elder or a pastor, uh, consider perhaps not sending money to the ERLC. You can, uh, if you're staying within the denomination, you can uh, send your money to the International Mission Board and or individual missionaries, or there's ways you, you can itemize it. It might be hard for your secretary at your church, but I think this is worth it. You, we can't give money. I'd, I'd rather have people giving money to your organization, uh, Matt. Oh, we don't. We actually don't even take money. <laughs> oh, I was, that was going to be my pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't. We, we don't take money. No, I mean, like seriously. Um, Where would you give I it mean, then? Um, I'd give it to Family Action Council of Tennessee. Okay, they're they're focused on the families uh, affiliate here in the state uh, for for their lobbying arm, and I, I'd give it to Family Action Council of Tennessee, or I, or I would. Uh, I'd give it to, there's an attorney in Nate Kellum who does, who also testified. Uh, he has an organization um, whose name escapes me right now, but I, I'd give it to one of those two groups because they're, they're going to be the ones that see this through. So yeah, if you are more concerned with the abortions that are happening in this country and in Tennessee, than you are with your child asking you if the robot can get baptized, <laughs> give to, and I, and I say that with a laugh a little bit, but, but I know this is serious. Like I really yeah. do. And, well, you know, you know, parents that actually teach their children, um, you know, I had parents contact me that came up uh, to the prayer rally that we did at the Capitol earlier this week uh, during the session. And, uh, you know, <laughs> their their children, you know, the ones that taught their children were asking questions like, how does abortion happen in America? Yeah. Not not, uh, you know, not how do I baptize my Build-A-Bear? Yeah. So. Yeah. Which is a reference to Russell Moore's latest video. So Matthew, where can people find you if they want to look you up or ask you a question? Yeah. Um, the best thing right now is to just email me Matthew at tnchristian.com. All right. And well, that's, that's, that's TN, uh, T and is in the abbreviation for Tennessee Christian.com. Well, Matthew, thank you for the work you're doing with the, uh, being the director of the conservative Christians of Tennessee and for giving us this information, which is a little hard to hear, but, uh, mm -hmm. but I'm encouraged that this argument is going forward. Um, last question for you. Uh, do you think this is going to pass? So what, what are, what are mm -hmm. the chances or, you know, do you even well, want to speculate? Yeah. Yeah. We have this passed the house. It has to be conferenced with the house again. If this version passes the Senate, there's been a lot of uproar. So people do need to be praying. Um, I, I just don't know if the new Speaker of the House that Tennessee is going to get is as going to be in favor of, of pro-life legislation the way that. Uh, uh, and there's a lot of politicking between pro-life groups. Uh, we're seeing a realignment in Tennessee. So um, a lot of people think that there's some needless bickering going on. I actually don't like bickering. Just pray that God would. Uh, uh, the biggest thing you can do is pray for your senators. We have a prayer guide on our website at tnchristian.com and just, just go through that prayer guide, pray for everybody. Right. We, we have every scenario covered there that, that needs to be prayed for. Um, 
relating to this that we could think of. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Matthew. I yes, appreciate sir. it. God bless. Have a good evening. All right. You too. Thanks, John. All right. Bye now. of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details